Hello, hello everybody going live for Tuesday Talks. Today we have an amazing person called Laura Rubin. She's an amazing joy coach and uh, we're gonna speak, be speaking to her all about joy and what she does. She's pioneering the shift from surviving to thriving as a female leader. Uh, let's see what uh, Laura has to say all about it and uh, also find out why she does it. Let's see, let's get in Laura invited. Hello. Hey there, how are you? I am good, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully, thank you. Amazing, amazing. So thank you very much for coming on uh, to Tuesday Talks. Um, I've done a short introduction for you already, um, but you know, you're the best person to do uh, justice to it. Uh, so let us know who you are, what you do. And the biggest question to start this conversation would be, um, why do you do it? Perfect. Well, I am Laura Rubin, reformed hustle bunny, master joy coach, lover of life. And I basically help um, women get off the hustle train and learn to live life by design, not by default. And one of the main reasons that I got into it, because I was doing exactly that. I had checked off all the boxes of college, career, marriage, children, home, car, all the things that society wants to tell you that, hey, you're successful. And I've just been running myself ragged on the hamster wheel. If I wasn't on the hamster wheel, I was on autopilot. And I got to the point where I realized that this was not the life I wanted to live. And so I, um, yeah, so I decided to go on a journey and decide what was it that I wanted to do? How did I want to live my life? And in doing so, realized that there were other women, people um, in the same boat as I was. And now I just encourage them through my journey how to get off that hamster wheel. Wow, that is, that's such an amazing uh, story and journey as well, you know, in terms of uh, you, you doing everything that society uh, programs us to do and what we think is um, approved, you know, because uh, everything you are doing is, is because what the what approval you get from the outside, um, from the outside, right, from your peers, family members, colleagues, and things like that. And and to in order to get that, you are on that hamster wheel, you know, just on and on and on and on and on before you get the burnout uh, and amazing that you've realized and you you know you know like okay enough of the hamster wheel i'm going to take a rest now and live life by design and i love that uh, live life by design because i'm part of that design myself as well because i do live by design as well in terms of i do what is needed for myself to sustain mm -hmm. myself right and and yeah sometimes you do get into uh, you know you have a schedule sometimes you have deadlines and you you have all that stuff that's part of being life but if you're living life by design it, uh, for me it's being mapped out you know uh, um as as a blueprint you know anything you start has a blueprint you build a house it has a blueprint of how the foundation is going to look like where the window's going to be where the door's going to be where the uh, electrical outlets and switches and buttons all this stuff right uh, and that's what you need to do with your life as well um, in terms of where do you want to be and how you're going to get there, what you want to take, what steps will be. It might not turn out to be perfect in terms of not all the steps might be met. You might get obstacles, you might get challenges. But what you do with that, uh, that counts. Um, more, glad to hear a little bit more about your journey in terms of so how was it that when you realized and you had to pivot to start your journey, what was that realization? So for me, um, I hit midlife, I lost my job, and the company that I was working for closed, and I had a choice to make. Do I continue doing what I was doing, which I was good at, but it didn't necessarily light my soul up, or do I go on the journey, and I call it the journey because it's a, it is a path that you have to take to determine who I was, what was important to me, and how, I, how was I going to live out the second half of my life on fire 
for me doing the things that I wanted to do uh, instead of doing the things that maybe I was just good at. And so I decided to do the latter and took the journey. And I will say I am still on the journey. I think it's a lifelong journey. But honestly, the catalyst was losing my job and being in midlife. I felt like at that point in my life, I, I was like, I had so much time behind, you know, that I gotten to this point. It's like, okay, I want to finish my life. You know, I want to sl go in sliding, you know, sliding sideways into the end. Like you've seen the meme or the, the you know, the, the saying that they say, I want to go in sliding sideways at the end. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to look back and, and know that I had lived life by design, like we talked about. I needed to create. And so I went on the journey to create the blueprint. You talked about the blueprint. I didn't know what my blueprint was. It was like I... If you asked me what my core values were, why I was doing things, what really was important to me, I had vague generalizations, but I really didn't know what they were. And so that was what really started the journey was just really digging into, well, who was I? What made me tick? Wow, that's, that's amazing, you know, to, to realize uh, that that what makes you take that realize that you are, you want to go all in, you know, sliding sideways. Uh, so it's, it's an amazing realization. And, and a lot of our say people out there are just going day in, day out, just, you know, plugging away, doing things aimlessly. Uh, you know, the, the terminology comes along, you know, headless chicken, you're out there just yeah. like headless chicken. Right. Uh, and the only reason is that because, we all been programmed from a younger age to be that way you are you know you've been taught to do certain things in a certain manner in a certain way which then make stops you from thinking anything else right because you you're, you're programmed to uh, go out there and get a job after you finish go out there get a house once you get a job and you know you've, you've been taught all these things so you just think yep that's the way to do it and, and by the time you realize well hang on a minute what is there sure there's more to life than just this yeah. right and that's when the realization right okay the wake up call for example you know that that's that's what it is right so you now are restarting your life again and you know it's, it's as, as you said it's a journey so you've been on a journey but you've been misled on that journey you've been given a wrong direction so you've been going in that wrong direction journey you've been enjoying that journey you know you became good at it because uh, i was good at my roles as well that i did and i'm still good at what i do um but you know there's a re realization of right there's a design uh that you can build that design can also fit with work jobs you don't have to be yes. just an entrepreneur you don't need to leave your job right? you know you can still continue doing that but you need to figure out exactly what you mentioned core values yeah uh, and what does it mean to what does it mean to be you at the end of the day and how does that look like right and that's exactly right i love that you mentioned that you don't have to quit your job because i have a lot of clients that are making good money and the thought of having to quit their job because they feel like oh i have to quit because i'm not really happy in my job and i need to go work for myself or whatever that is it doesn't like you said it doesn't have to be that way really what you have what you can do is figure out what makes you happy and then bring that person to the job, bring that perspective to your job so that when you show up every day, you're, you're in that mindset. And then you, when your perspective changes, your your thoughts about your job change. Also, your job does not become the only thing in your life. Now, you know, you're also looking at what makes you tick outside of your job? What are the things that you enjoy outside of work so that you're not looking at your job or your career as the only means to happiness, the only means to an end. And, and that's what it's really all about. It's the mindset, it's the changing and, and really just stepping into who you are and bringing that person with you everywhere you go in all your situations. Uh, I love that. Thank you very much for, for sharing that. And so in, in regards to your journey and then the, how you lead your clients, so what's uh, a typical journey for for your clients how does how they work with you what does it look like the first thing that we do is we actually talk about the power of the pause because 
we are so conditioned to the to the uh, the to do list. Check it off. Check it off. Check it off. You know, next, next, next. We're not pausing long enough to really see what's going on in our life and what what is you know. So, for example, so the power of the pause comes in two things. The power of the pause can be meditation, journaling, things like that. So that's that's the sacred pause. But there's also the pause that's in action. So, for example, how many times do you stop in the morning, make your cup of coffee, and actually smell the coffee? You know, see the steam rising. Feel the warmth in your cup. It's the pause of really paying attention to what is going on around you. We are so used to, like I said, jumping from thing to thing. We're not really experiencing the world. So it starts with just experiencing. And it could be five minutes a day that you start with. Oh, I'm paying attention to my coffee. And I'm not drinking my coffee in the car as I drive to work. I'm actually sitting down. I've given myself five minutes extra to sit and I'm paying attention to, especially like when the weather's warmer, maybe I'm sitting outside and I'm paying attention to what's going on in nature around me. It's just learning how to pay attention to what is going on in the life around you. So you start peeling back all those have tos and those shoulds and start paying attention. That's the first thing that really, because now you start becoming aware of where you're not really happy with what's going on, or you'd like more of this and less of that in your life because you're paying attention. That's the piece to begin with. And then from there, we start adding back. We start figuring out what is it that we like? What is it at our job that we really like to do and we want to pay more attention to? What is it that we don't like? So as much as we want to know what we like, we also want to know what we don't like so we know what to take out of our lives, what we don't want to invite more of into our lives. What we, when we say yes, we want it to be a hell yes. When we say no, it's a hell no. And there's this great saying, it's either a hell yes or a hell no, because everything in between is hell. And if you think about that, that's so true. So you start really setting up the boundaries of what you want in your life and what you don't want in your life. So those are the first two places to start. Wow. I, I really, I really love that, you know, the, the hell no and the hell yes one and everything in between is hell, which is, which is so true. And, and, and just paying attention to your surroundings, uh, you know, that you touched upon there is quite amazing because I do do that uh, a lot of times. Um, and especially with the times that I'm working from home, because, uh, uh, you know, since people have been working from home, you tend to end up working a lot more because you are home, because your laptop's always on, you're there, you know, the, you're, you're sending emails out, you're picking up the phone call, you know, you just saying, yeah, it, because it's the home environment, you end up working a lot more than you would have done in an office environment, for example. Um, so a lot at home, I, I take time out to just peek outside the window or just look up at the sky i always say i mean how often do you look up at the sky uh right you know, if you ask someone is 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 your usually is zero times you'd never look up at the sky unless it's raining <laughs> you know just right. look up that while it's raining uh, and it's not even intentionally looking because it's just raining intentionally looking up at the sky because nobody actually looks up if you just look up there you will see that how big the place is or the formation of the cloud. Like, let's make it a little bit uh, more smaller, you know, or the what birds exist in your right. area that are there, right? Uh, just keep flying over. So I have done that, you know, just look out my window and look up at the sky. And I've noticed that there are a variety of birds that are coming up to my garden at the same time at the same same ones. So I'm like, okay, so there are some regular ones that I never even knew existed and they were coming to my garden. And that kind of, clears your mind and then you're ready to go back to work fresher and a bit more upbeat rather than becoming oh no I have to continue it's a long day you know there, there's never a long day then right there is always a productive day in my views what are your thoughts on that I would agree and I love I totally agree with you that when we work from home and COVID brought a lot of us home it is so difficult to close that office door. And even when you leave, you know, it's so easy just to go back in, open that office door. So your practice of five minutes, 
leaving, stepping outside your house, changing the environment around you just gives us a new perspective and makes us realize, especially when you go outside in nature for that short amount of time, there is a much bigger world going on around us than what we see in our blinders and in front of our computer screen. And it really does, it's a refresher. It allows us just to refresh and, and rejuvenate and recalibrate. And really it only takes five minutes and you're back at it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, that like tiny thing that we do and how it resets our mind. So it's all to do with the power of mindset and how we speak to ourselves and what we tell our mind, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I also think that's what is really super important is we have to make time for that. We have to, you know, as busy individuals, we're used to filling up our calendar. So we need to look at that calendar and block those spaces in that allows us spaciousness to sit and, and do nothing and relax and receive and, and reset. You know, a lot of times people think, oh, I'm not productive unless I'm going, unless I'm busy. And yet we are taking in all of this information and we can't process it if we don't stop long enough to recalibrate and let our brain process all of that information. And so we get some, that's why we get some of our best ideas in the shower because we're not thinking about anything else. So all of that data that we have brought into our mindset now it's just sitting there and now it starts processing. And all of a sudden we get this next great idea. Spaciousness is so important and allowing it in our day is so important. 100%, 100%. I, I, and I love that, you know, in terms of what you said, that, that, that you get the best ideas in the shower just because that's when we're not thinking of anything else. Yeah. And the brain just, you know, like starts processing the information that's been received. Uh, and it's, it's the thing, it's, uh, you know, in terms of when you're, even if you're at work uh, and you're, you know, uh, take take a little walk uh, to have that little break, right? And and then come back inside. Uh, just those tiny, tiny. And I, you also mentioned taking just time out for for yourself. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a big believer of scheduling. So you know, whatever gets scheduled uh, gets done because it's there and it's been time framed. It's been put uh, given a time um, to do list. Uh, is just list in my view anyway. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. If that works for people, amazing. Doesn't work for me because it's just a list of things yeah. and there's no time frame for it. And then you're just, uh, the, it, it causes a lot of anxiety for myself. I'm like, there's stuff on the list. I need to do it. I need to do it. But then because there's no time to it, I'm like, well, it can be done anytime. Let's see which one I can do it. Uh, so forth, right? So I just schedule stuff. I don't know. I know it's that time. It's within that time. And this happen and that goes for myself as well so i've scheduled my walk time you know my tv time i don't watch a yep. lot of tv but recently i started putting a tv time so i'll just yeah, I'll switch off everything switches off i'm just watching tv for for the sake of watching something else right. so the brain clears up and this picks up something else and even if i want to just sit down out if it's a nice sunny day uh, back in the garden if there's a scheduled time for like okay it's lunchtime just sit outside right, right? Uh, it'll be a lunchtime so it's all scheduled for some people they might find it oh that's quite too much because why are you putting everything on on a schedule well i'm not looking at that way that it's a schedule for me it's the hours throughout the day i'm just saying what i will do at that hour of the day and uh, because i've written it down particularly next to that hour i will do it yeah. And that's the thing. You have figured out what works for you. So ultimately, what we're trying to do is redefine success, living life by design on our terms. What works for us? So for you, the to-do list doesn't work. For someone else, it might work. So how do you make that to-do list work for you and allow you this spaciousness and allow you to intentionally live and intentionally make your decisions. So now life is working for you. You are not working for life. Uh, and that's what's so important. And that's why each of us, like I can offer suggestions and I can offer things that work for some of my clients and not for others, but ultimately it's, it's our decision how to make it work. But what we're trying to do is live life by design. We get to choose what that looks like. 
get off that hamster wheel or autopilot, whatever we happen to be on, and start fitting in small things the, um, you know, that where we have the spaciousness, where we can have the intentionality. And one of the things is once we start seeing that we can be successful at the small steps, we start giving ourselves confidence. Now we have confidence. Hey, I can do this. This is working. This is not taking away from my day. I'm still just as productive. I'm still getting just as much done, if not more done. It's just, we have to start off small. We see that it works. And then we keep building on those small steps. And before we know it, it becomes a way of life. It becomes a habit. We can't imagine not taking that 15 minute break at lunch, if that's all we have to walk downstairs, you know, out of the building to outside or even walk to another cubicle and, and talk to our, you know, our office mate or whatever that looks like, you know, again, it's just the small steps, what works for you and just, just start doing it. And you know what, we're going to relapse. It's going to be a journey. We're going to get busy and we're going to get back into what we're used to. But what happens is we get a, we become aware of it a lot quicker and we can pivot and we can switch back and get back on track again. I 100% agree with that, you know, 100% in terms of what we need to figure out and how, you know, what works for us. Because we, we've been given certain models that we've adapted because society mm -hmm. told us to. We've been told, we've been, you know, or been passed down. Uh, from friends and family, you know, and we're like, okay, this is it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then we, and that's been with us for, let's say, uh, for 20, 30 years, right? We've been, we've been doing sure. that and we've been following that. And now suddenly, right, we're like, okay, this is not working, right? And we now need to change a little bit, adapt to a new formula or a new way of doing it. For example, from move from doing things, things to do to scheduling stuff right so at the beginning you might find it hard and you would think no this is difficult i can't do it uh, but there's always help out there see okay i still want to schedule stuff but maybe not, don't schedule the whole day schedule what's right. important to me to do it like meetings for example if there are important meetings schedule them and then make a habit of scheduling everything uh, in terms of those important stuff that needs doing Small bits that if you forget not to do it, you just don't beat yourself about it. You, you, it can be done like the next day or as soon as you remember it. Uh, and that's how I took it in, in terms of, right, when, when I moved across to, right, I'm going to just start scheduling stuff. It was a bit difficult. You know, I'm like, whoa, everything is on schedule. Yeah. I have to like, keep, now I'm like chasing the time. So I was like, no, no I'm, I am not chasing anything. I'm not chasing the time. I am just keeping an eye on it. So what is next that is on my agenda? What should I start up with? And, and according to that, I put that on time. So, you know, get the hardest work done earlier if, if that's the kind of person mm -hmm. you are. Because a, a lot of people, uh, including myself, you, uh, and it's been, it's been researched that you are able to do a lot of productive work earlier in the morning if you're mm -hmm. a morning person. Yep. And then by the afternoon, you're starting, you know, because you're having your lunch and everything, your body starts to relax then you can do mundane tasks, which you just have to look at the screens or just type or something like that, where you don't have to use a lot of mental power, right? And by the end of the time you're, you're, you're finishing your day, that's when you can have your meetings if you needed to just like buzz into a meeting where you don't have to talk a lot and just listen in uh, and, and so forth, right? Just depends on how you, your day you want your day to be. But then you have to figure that out. You have to go through the trial, trial and yeah. tribulations to, to see that. And a lot of people uh, quite often give up at that point. Oh, no, that's too hard. I, I don't think it's working. I always come back and say, you know, you've been doing something for 20, 30 years, for example, but you've only given this a week or two weeks right. or month maximum. You need to give it at least five years to tell you that it's working or not because you are now stopping something you've been doing for 30 years. You know, example, I love driving cars. So if I'm saying, you know, if, you, if you're driving a car and now suddenly you had a, a, a flat tire and you know you, you never changed the tire in your life i never changed the tire in my <laughs> life so i can't do it so i always call people up so what are you going to do you're in a rush and whoever's going to come and fix your tire is not going to be there for two hours you need to be at a meeting well, i don't know maybe an hour or 10 minutes now uh what are you going to do are you going to just say give up no i can't i can't do anything because i've got flat tire 
or you're going to work your way to figure out how can I get right. to that meeting because it's important, right? right. So that's what you need to do, right? Put on your thinking cap and say, okay, how can I make this work? What's not working for me? Let's have a look. What's not working for me? Where am I going or where am I overdoing, right? Right. And I love, um, there are several things in what you said. First of all, this is not easy. It is not, it's going to take you out of your comfort zone. So you have to, you have to decide what's the big picture. What is really the big vision of, do you want to continue to live your life on the hamster wheel driven by external forces, external validation, whatever is on the outside, or it, are you at a place in your life that you really want to design your life and live it based on your terms? It is not going to be easy in the beginning, but that's why I really talk about small steps. The other thing is, is find someone to do this with you. Find someone that when you're like, oh my gosh, this is the hardest thing. I can't do this. Find someone that will be, that has your back that will say, hey, remind you of what your big vision is, why you're doing it, maybe is on the same journey with you, that they're trying to make these changes so the two of you can do it together. I always say, don't do it alone. It's so much better when you do it in a group or you do it with other people, um, you know, with one other person, a coach, whatever that looks like, do it with somebody else. Take one step. The other thing is, is you mentioned, action breeds clarity. As you start taking these steps, you're going to learn, okay, that is not for me, but I'm going to do it a different way. That did not work. I don't like it. I've tried it several times, and it's not that I don't like it because it's out of my comfort zone. I don't like it because it really doesn't work for me. That's part of the fun process. You get to start figuring out really what does work for you and what doesn't. So you figured out, okay, that's not working. I'm going to readjust, and I'm going to try it a different way. You wouldn't have figured that out if you didn't take the first step and you didn't take the action. You can talk about it, you can read about it, but until, until you start actually doing something, you won't know what, you know, like I said, action breeds clarity. Uh, I, I love that, I love that. And I probably uh, wanted to also add on to it in terms of, you know, when we are also designing our life, uh, it, it would also, any decisions you'd be taking from that day forward would be all informed decisions mm -hmm. so you know uh, and when people they say oh i haven't taken that leap uh, when they're trying to do something new or i haven't uh, I, I don't know if I, should i take this leap of faith uh, for, in my eyes you know you, you shouldn't be taking any leap of faith because if you've designed your life you've got the blueprint then the, the leap there's no leap there is not leap of faith. right you're you you need to now have confidence in your plan of that it will work. If it doesn't work, you know, not, I've never come across a, uh, a anything that's gone brilliantly at, at the first go, you know, even these iPhones that we are using now were not the first ones. They, they've been trialed and a hundred times before the first one that came out to the con consumers out there to use. So they trial, they, you know, they, they test it. So that's what you have to do with your design as well. You need to create a prototype of all the items that you would love for it mm -hmm. to work for you. And before you get that overnight success that everybody talks about, right? That overnight success is lots of prototypes, lots of, uh, lots of missing, lots uh, of you know, missteps and trial and error, lots of trial and error. And lots that, of them. And that's what we talked about. The second step after the power of the pause was figuring out who you are and what matters to you. So that's part of the core values. That's part of how do you want to live your life? How do you want to show up? What's important to you? And then once you have that figured out, the blueprint, now you create the roadmap. But now you know when, when, you're, when you come across a decision, do I do this, do I not? Okay, does it fall within your core values? Does it fall within your big vision? Is it a hell yes? Is it a hell no? Based on where you want to be, where you want to go. And like you said, as we develop and as the journey progresses, some of those end goals or end, and it's, there's, you never get to the end. It changes a little bit, but that's okay because you've learned more about yourself or you're in a different time of life. I mean, I know that where I was at 40 and I'm now 58, that's 18 years ago. I'm in a completely different place, but I've just, it's been getting better and better. You know, I haven't, none of, none of what I've gone through 
has been a waste. All of it has led me to this growth and to living life by design. Uh, I, I, I love that. I love that. And, you know, it, it, what it reminds me of is also uh, something that I always say is, you know, uh, that whatever you're doing today is creating the life that you want to live tomorrow, right? And if you want a successful tomorrow, you have to take that decision today. So whatever you want to happen, you, it's your decisions today. So it, it might happen straight away tomorrow. It might happen five years right. time, but it will, whatever you are uh, feeling now or going through is because of a decision or a uh, turning that you've taken somewhere sometime. And that's just the ripple effect of it or uh, whatever that trickle down was to that, right? It's never coincidences for, oh, this is going to happen. It's just happened because that's supposed to happen. Right? right, unless you change that journey or you change the path of of, of that journey, right? So I use examples of um, plane here as well. You know, like if the plane is set to go to uh, from London to New York, and and then suddenly you know there's turbulence and everything, and it's set off course, the the pilot has to realize that it's it's going off course and has to come back a little bit. Otherwise, they might end up wherever that the plane ends right. up on by by just losing that. A tiny bit of concentration, right? Even even if they lose inches uh, on that plane in terms of uh, being on misdirection, right? A few inches, and that can be a whole different de destination now, right? And that goes for life as well. So, you know, one day, you, if you just say, "Oh, I I don't feel like doing this," and then, you know, that was beneficial for your goal but you just said no i you know i don't see it and then you didn't give it a try of like pivoting or thinking of like how can i make it work you've now end up on a completely different destination now just because of that decision okay do you what do you think with that well i believe each decision gets you either closer or farther away and that's why it's so so important when you're making the decision now that is not to say we won't make wrong decisions but again, that is an information. That's information. We made the wrong decision. Oh, great. That was not the right decision to make. Let's, let's get back on course. Let's, let's, you know, let's get back headed toward that destination where we wanted to go. Because we're not, none of us do life perfectly. We are going to make the wrong decisions. That's where grace comes in. And we're like, oh, yep, made that wrong decision. And we learn from it. Don't do it again. Uh, yeah, I, I love that. 100% agree. Yeah. So we are going to make, you know, decisions which are not working for us. So that will be bad choices uh, and so forth, right? But it's the it's a realization of right. Is uh, am I still on the same journey? You know, it's like realizing that you're you're lost when you're you're driving, right? I'm like, yeah. this doesn't feel right. I I don't think I am. I don't see the same similar turnings and everything. Once you realize that you need to reroute yourself on that sat nav pretty much, right? So yeah. find your way back again and you need to do that. But it all comes down to the person to realize. Um, but a lot of the time what I've noticed uh, happens is uh, they go back to their comfort zone mm -hmm. and not and not take that, right? So if it's a case of like, um, if, if I'm going to on, on a journey from my house to the beach, which will be, I don't know, following the sat nav, but then that is not working my comfort zone will be today i won't go then because i do not know the way myself right. even though i go there regularly right i go right. there regularly but because i rely on the sat never a lot today i'm not going to go there because i don't want to get lost right? right so i'm like yeah not not going there not looking and then leave the day not fixing the sat nav comes again okay my another day that i'm supposed to then go i'm not doing it so what happens now is uh, you becoming compliance on complacent sorry on your comfort zone right because you're not right. breaking out of it right so your comfort zone you can look at stepping out as being scary and oh my gosh something's going to happen and and that's what our bodies and our brain or our brains want to tell us oh my gosh you're out of your comfort zone this is really scary don't go there or you can look at it as thanks you can talk to it hey i appreciate this but i'm curious I want to see where it leads me. I want to see what the adventure can be from it because it's, you know, the fear is there to protect us, but we don't necessarily need that fear. So we need to um, acknowledge it, thank it and go, you know what? I'm going to be curious instead and see where this takes me. I'm going to learn from this. What's the opportunity? I, 
exactly no i love i love that and uh, uh, that's the questions to ask when that fear comes along right because it's it's designed there to protect us and it was it's, it's an amazing tool to have when we needed it you know when we were hunter or gatherers right. uh, about that time right and and that's how we've survived this long and yeah it's still needed now and then but the uh but the movements have changed we are not that much uh in threat outside a lot right everything is okay so you just need to acknowledge that as you said and let us let the let the feeling know okay yeah that's fine but i still need to check out you you've been doing that when we were growing up right since we've been uh, kids we've been doing this already hence we've been pushing the boundaries and all that stuff then suddenly when we come to adulthood we're like oh no we cannot do this right, right? Uh, and we start we start stopping ourselves so and i always say we are our biggest competition ourselves because we are the biggest stoppers and blockers for our own success and so if we at a certain age we start doing that to ourselves we like you know if you if you look back and when people say oh uh, you know i used to do this i was uh, xyz and you know uh, didn't care about anything and all of a sudden and suddenly now you're changed different person right. right in terms of where's that where's that personality gone where he was uh, you know taking on the world and defying gravity and all that right. stuff for example right right uh, and you're like okay and i can't simple step of maybe becoming an entrepreneur oh no it's scary i don't think right and that's exact and that that's exactly right and there is so much to be said for where did we lose that curiosity where did all of a sudden and and it comes from you know from when we were children and our parents are saying don't touch that it's hot well we didn't try it to realize it's hot they knew they told us i get it but we're not experimenting we're not we're, all of a sudden everything is bad and scary and we've got to protect ourselves from it and yet at some point in our life we were just out there living and not caring i kind i liken that also to when was the when did we stop playing just to play play and that's one of the things that i also bring back to my clients is because so many of us are so used to living behind the desk or our play is now organized in other words we're winning we're losing there's rules when was the last time that we played just to play just for the experience we you know kickball tetherball swinging on a swing whatever that is that we didn't care what the outcome is how wonderful that we could go back to that way also to bring back play and and living life more from the eyes of a child and curiosity yeah i i actually that that's so true and i love that you just pointed that out in terms of that you know because there's always that child within you or that curiosity within you we just stopped feeding it in terms of we stop entertaining it uh just because uh we are grown up now mm-hmm. uh, you know so and and we like well what is grown up now is is nothing is just um as my daughter says uh you're becoming boring now yeah. i'm like well boring uh, i i'm like no i'm trying to just eat my dinner <laughs> you know it's it's like no you don't you know you can do this you know I'm like yeah i don't like oh, yeah i used to do all this isn't it so i'm like i and I, I look at my daughter and i'm like yeah i i've been there i've been there you know you can relate at certain parts and I, you show her old photos or you say and then she just looks at me and she goes i don't i don't believe this is you <laughs> Yeah like yeah you better believe it you better believe it yeah. right <laughs> you know i but, had funny hair and all that stuff yeah. but yeah it's like where did that go and, and why has why have we decided that's wrong why have we decided that we can't incorporate that person into how we're living today so that's part of the fun how can we bring back that child that loved to play that exuberance that no fear how can we bring that back into our life and that's that's part of the journey as well yeah uh, yeah I, i love that and it's 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 a, and it's all about that journey right and that realization of when that has you know when did you start to slow down for example when did you start to you know not realize that you've once got on a hamster wheel for a certain event and then never came off it right right so there there you know that events happen in our life well you know it's part of the journey so you go into a journey there's an event and you're like oh yeah i want to take part in this event you start taking part in the event you're like okay 
now you're supposed to come off, right? Right. That's supposed to be just that bit. Um, but then you, maybe some people start enjoying that event. That's good, great. Enjoy it for a part, and then they start getting tired, and that's when some people say it's too late. It's never too late to pivot anywhere. No. Uh, it's just that you might have to now do a little bit of extra work to catch up with what you've lost because you were on that hamster wheel, right? Right. Right. And it it is. I, I said it wasn't easy. It really is easy. It's simple, but not easy. It, it really is a matter of figuring out who you are and what's important to you. But then following through on that isn't always easy. And that's, that's the journey. That's the goal. That's, that's where we're trying to get to. But if you look at it as in, through the eyes of curiosity, what can I learn? What's the adventure? It can be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. It's, it's a bit like having that uh, gym membership, right? You get all, go in there, we're all excited and everything, and then you start getting tired and you're yeah. like, okay, I don't think I can carry up with this. And then you reduce your days, then you reduce your hours in the gym, and then suddenly you're just paying for that membership. Yeah. Uh, and then you're actually not going at all. And then you're like, well, when was the last time I actually went to the gym? I have this membership. Somebody's been getting paid for it, right. you know, getting money out of my bank. Uh, and, and, and that's what life is, right? So you now are benefiting somebody else with your work that you're doing, you know, your time, everything that you're doing for what at the end of the day, right? Because right. going to the gym is beneficial for yourself. You will have a healthy life. You will have long life, you know, depending on what you do it and you, so forth, you know, you will look nice and all that stuff. Right. And come to real life here, you know, out of the gym now you're working and everything. Great. It's good. But are you benefiting yourself as well? Whilst you are at working, mm -hmm. you know, right. you go to the job. That's great. You do that. There's a time for that job. You do that job. Once you now clocked off and you're out of that job, it's your time. What are you doing? Right. Are you, are you doing anything that now benefits you in terms of, I know I don't know if you like scuba diving. Are you doing scuba diving? You know, uh, if you like running, when was the last time you actually did some running? You know, things like that. Uh, so so true. Examples. Yeah, so true. So it, it's like what we talked about in the beginning. If when you clock out from work, what else do you have going on in your life? And so many of us realize, whoa, this is our our whole life, and and we don't know who we are outside of that. And that's what we get to determine as well. Who are, who are we outside of our job? And so important because we are multifaceted. That is not the only piece of our life. And it should not, in my opinion, it should not define us. And it should not define who we are. Now, I agree with that. 100% agree with that. So in, in terms of your journey as an entrepreneur as well, uh, and you, how has that been an easy journey? What were the, you know, moments that you came across? So like, oh, I, I, I don't think it's working. You know, you know, when as, I, as an entrepreneur myself, I know that it's a lonely journey if you're doing it by yourself. There are lots of ups and downs. Uh, the downs are a bit longer than the ups sometimes, yeah. uh, you know. So how did you manage that situation when you were in? So... I, I consider myself a serial entrepreneur. I've done lots of things and I, and, you know, in my search or even prior to when I decided that I went on the journey to, you know, live life by design, I was an entrepreneur, then I would work in corporate and then I'd go back to, so I was doing a lot of jumping around until I discovered that really what I like to do is I like to teach. And, and so prior to becoming a coach, I was a personal trainer. I thought, okay, that's my next thing to do. That's completely different than working in corporate. So I went in and I started working as a personal trainer, which I loved, loved my clients five years, six years in, I realized, okay, I'm, I'm bored of this, but what I really, but what I realized, what I really liked about it was the teaching and the watching people change their lives because as a personal trainer I wasn't they weren't only changing physically we had an hour that you know I, I liken it to the you know the bartender that stands behind the bar and listens to everybody's life stories so I got to know my clients and listen to their life stories so we solved their life their life issues as I was doing it and I really loved that so I realized that 
my next step was I wanted to become a coach and I wanted to help. And for me, I really wanted to help women that were on the hamster wheel because I'm a super overachiever. I knew what that was like. And I was learning how to be successful on my terms and still be productive and not have to work so hard. The ups and downs are living or running your business by what everybody else says you have to by running your life and your business by the shoulds and the have tos and figuring out how do I run my business and my life how I want to and still be successful and still make it work for me and and like I said that's the journey that I'm still on and some days I've got it and some days I'm like what am I doing what is happening? And on those days is where you kind of go back to the blueprint and go, how is this not fitting in the blueprint? Because if I'm, if I'm not feeling good about this or it's not working, I have to go back to the blueprint and determine where is, where am I not in the blueprint? And I do that a lot. I do that a lot. So, so that would be a regular process, obviously. And it's amazing to hear that journey as well. So that's, that's another light that you shed, you know, of you pivoting, uh, from being a personal trainer uh, and, you know, realizing another thing is that you love um, teaching mm-hmm. uh, and then from that teaching and, and, and you know, helping uh, pretty much and, and you find joy in people's uh, successes and you're seeing yes. those life-changing moments, right? Uh, and now, and that's what you're doing now currently and you're predominantly uh, female-based uh, yes. that everybody that you're trying to help, okay. And, and so, with that journey that you've on now and, and you've been helping so many people, um, how are they able to connect to you? Uh, they, where can they find you if they needed to but reach out to you? They can find me on my website, Life with Laura Marie. They can find me right here on Instagram, Life with Laura Marie. I'm also on um, LinkedIn, Laura Marie Rubin on LinkedIn. So reach out. I am always, I love to talk to women. I'll talk to, I mean, I, honestly, anyone that's on the journey, that's stuck, that doesn't know what the next step is, reach out. I'd love to talk to them. Just kind of give them that support and that accountability that they need. And maybe just say, offer one bit of advice that will get them moving in the right direction. Amazing. That, that is so wonderful. Yeah, no, so uh, people should reach out to you, connect with whatever platform they prefer. Uh, and it's something that I, I also, you know, notice and I was hearing but I wanted to ask as well so do you have uh, a routine a daily routine or ritual some people like to call it Uh, is that something that you do uh, that has to be done and not to be missed or uh, or if it's missed that's no problem so here's how I feel I love that you you started with the word routine you brought in the word ritual I used to call it a routine my idea behind the routine though what that brought up for me was the to-do list and the checking it off and then when I didn't oh my gosh I didn't do my routine today I feel really bad so I changed I changed the verbiage I changed the wording for me to ritual which felt a lot better a lot more freeing and I have about five things that fall within the ritual which is um, meditation, journaling, uh, yoga, working out, uh, just spending quiet time that's my own. And those five things, I get up in the morning and I determine what do I have time for today? What do I feel like doing? So it's not so much a, I have to do this and I have to do that and I've got to get all of these done or I'm not going to feel good. I have a list of five to six things and I get up and I just tap into myself and like, what do I feel like today? Do I feel like, and, and usually working out's a non-negotiable and I always feel good after I do it, but the rest it's like, well, maybe my day doesn't fit, you know, I can't fit that all in so I can fit one of those things in and I feel good. I'm a morning person. So I do those things in the morning. My, um, my challenge is, finding a time in the afternoon to reconnect to myself too. Or I hit the end of the day and it's like, wow, where did the day go? Really good from morning till about, you know, six, six thirty when I start my day and I get into the the to do's and all of those kind of things of the, of my business and, and personal life. But once that, you know, once the day hits, I have a hard time. And so my challenge for 2022 is to make that 15 minutes in the afternoon to reconnect to myself. 
but that's what I'm doing. That's what I do. And I think well, it's really important that however you want to term it, do not do what you can to not make it a to do and, and something that you have to check off because then you just get, you feel guilty and shame that you didn't get it done. And that totally defeats the whole purpose of what you're trying to do. No, love that. Love that. And amazing, you know, agree hundred percent in terms of do not make it into a to-do list. So yeah, routines are fine. Rituals are fine. You know, whatever you connect with it, because at the end of the day, some of the vocabulary also helps us to move forward. Uh, you know, and, and, because it's, it's amazing to, you know, if a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you need to wake up and do meditation. Uh, some people find it difficult to, right. to just wake up and, and do meditation. Oh, wake up and do uh, a, a right thought process of writing. It doesn't come naturally straight away, right? So you can try it. If, if you miss a day, fine, you missed a right. day. Pick up, pick up the next day. This you is know, the, uh, it, it's the exploration of figuring out what works for you. You get to do this. You get to do life how you want to do life. So just because I get up and I do X, Y, and Z, or you get up and your routine is this, or someone else does it in the afternoon and I do it in the morning, it doesn't matter. What matters is you're doing what works for you and makes you feel good and empowers you to live life by by design and how you want to exactly exactly 100 percent. and i would like to say thank you very much uh for for your time and and, and sharing so much wealth of knowledge for for the viewers and listeners and uh, this will be posted uh, as a podcast uh in 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 the times to come uh, is that something you would like to say to all the listeners now uh before we wrap this up i think my final thing to say would be don't wait Start today, no matter what that looks like, whatever, look at your life, decide what you want in it, and just make one step today and start taking one step after another. It's not too late. Get started today. That is, that is brilliant. That is so amazing. Thank you for, for sharing that. Uh, and you're, you're doing such an amazing uh, thing out there for helping all those, you know, uh, I would say entrepreneur, female bosses, right? So that, uh, are, are burning themselves out, working in and out uh, and have a lot more to do than, uh, uh, you know, the counterparts have to be done, right? So the responsibilities are a little bit higher and more sometimes in, in certain ca cases uh, and helping them is, is amazing what you are doing there. So uh, all the best with that, what you're thank doing. You. And obviously your, your ritual you obviously will come to a flourishing in terms of something that works for you 100%. Uh, for everybody else who's been listening to us today, uh, if you found a moment of spark, you know, whilst listening to either one of us or you found, hey, that was the light bulb moment. That's, that bit was inspiring. I didn't ever heard it this way. If you had that spark in your mind, then now it's our duty to share this with somebody else because we yes. should not keep that inspiration within us or keep it for ourselves because we do not know who's woken up today or gone to bed uh, thinking of a better day or tomorrow. Uh, and the spark moment that you had can just help them as well. Uh, and as you said, you know, take that action, do it today. And that would be something that can spark someone to just take that step that they need to take. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday for everybody else uh, with another amazing entrepreneur and coach. Uh, and thank you very much again, Laura, for your thank time. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Had a great time. Bye -bye. Thank you. Bye.